MSW Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! The Final Word. 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 Thank you for listening on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for all of you who are supporters of this fine Black woman-owned podcast, who are supporters on Patreon. Thank you so very much for our new and OG supporters. What, what? And it has been wonderful. It was wonderful to see some of you out at the Sexy Liberal Show. Yes. This thank past you. weekend. Thank you so much for coming out. And it was Bren. Hello. You know you hear your, your name. Um, and others, thank you so much for being there. We really appreciate getting to meet you. Oh, 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 speaking of which, manager, fast food expectation designer lady person, please contact please. us. Please write to us at frangela08 at gmail.com. I can't find your email. We can't find uh, your information. We can't find your information. Um, and so we wanted to, the, the t shirt is gorgeous, everyone. Yes. It's First gorgeous. of all, it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful design. Um, so we, but we really wanted to, to talk to you and say, and just talk to you. Yes. So uh, write to us. Please, please, please. And thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody who's ordered a cameo. Uh, did you know that you can get a specialized video from Frangela? That's mm. right. We can wish you happy birthday, happy anniversary. You can send it as a gift. Yeah. Give yourself a pep talk, whatever you need. And you, and, and seriously, we want to thank you for doing that. And also, if you're not able to do either of those things financially right now, the other, the big thing you can do that everybody can do to support this podcast is to get other people to listen to it, to put up links to it, to, to sign people up when they're not looking and they left their phone unattended, whatever you need to do. And then make sure you're subscribed directly to this podcast and rate and review it. I think that only the, all the stars work. You can't do anything below that. And that's fine. So we want to, but that's, that's one of the many ways you can help us move forward. Absolutely. And you can also, if you happen to be in the Portland area on November 12th, you can be on the scene at the Curious Comedy Theater, right? Mm -hmm. And listen to us create our very next incredible comedy album. Yes, you can. That's right. We'll be doing two shows the night of November 12th at Curious Comedy. You can go to curiouscomedy.org starting, well, by the time you hear this podcast, it should be up on their website. And if not through there, you can go to show clicks. That's S H O W C L I X.com and look for um, the, you know, Frangela new kill rock stars album recording. 
Um, we'll also have it up on our website soon. Yes. But if you, however, you've got time to almost walk there. Yeah. Yes. From yeah. many places. So November 12th, get there. We would love a big house and we'd love to see you and join us and help us make that album. Yes, yes, yes. And you can always join us for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller show on Fridays for Fridays with Frangela. Thank you so much. It's a joy and a pleasure. Yes, it is. And it's very black. Uh, John Fetterman, Oz, square off in potential key Senate debate. All right. So that was Tuesday night, right? Mm -hmm. In their only debate in the Pennsylvania Senate race, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which could decide which party controls the Senate. Now, I'm going to stop us here because we were talking about, you know, how Fetterman showed in his health and what have you. Meanwhile, meanwhile, down in Georgia, we got CTE, Herschel Walker, who Thank has you. attacked his wife, Thank has denied you. his children. You're going to talk about Fetterman's fucking health? Fuck you. Fuck yeah, you. yeah. It's it's beyond ridiculous. And I also, you know, it was interesting to listen to commentary over the last few days because what people, people have been basically saying is, look, Fetterman wasn't going to be good in a debate, period. Right. Like, that's what I keep hearing from people, which is kind of <laughs> whack when you think about it. Everybody's like, look, this is not his strong suit to begin with. And having a temporary aphasia and all of our sympathy and empathy and all of our love goes out to him, obviously. And, and that's, you know, but I mean, the idea that here's the thing. It's like Dr. Oz, I can't even I can't even call him a doctor anymore. No. It's his behavior around this has been reprehensible. Um, and 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 I think, you know, for me, if you didn't get a chance to watch the debate or if you haven't heard anything about it, understand that John Fetterman, what I'm basically gleaning from the pundits of the last couple of days is he was never going to do as well as the polished TV persona. Right. Right. But, and yes, there was, there were a few answers where you felt like he got, like he was having a hard time. But my understanding of being a senator is that you aren't barking out commands on a field. Do you know what I'm saying? Let me like, tell you something. They got the time to be like, can you let me explain to you the word I'm trying to get? Like, it's not to me. That's not a disqualifier that you have like a you have a temporary health issue. Yes. And let me uh, I also understand and have seen people who have died and their spouses come in Thank you. and and fulfill the role that the voters instilled and asked for. OK, and what we have to remember and remain, don't let these people route the the GOP route this conversation about Fetterman. And yeah, because health. what it's about for me is somebody qualified and somebody not. That's right. And, and, and somebody evil and somebody who is good. Thank you, Angela. And and for me, Dr. Oz, pseudo Dr. Oz, he really did spill the whole tea when he said it. I'm sure you, you may have not heard it. But he said that he believed that decisions about abortion belong to be made between a woman, her doctor, and local politicians. <laughs> I want you to imagine your whole butt hanging out off the edge of a table, your feet in stirrups, and you looking up at local politicians. No, and local politicians are looking up in you. Telling and deciding, you. telling you what you can and cannot do for your body. Because understand. 
what he understand that it won't matter what you and your doctor's vote is because the local politicians get the final say. That's, That's right. what Dr. Oz is, is saying. That's what pseudo Dr. Oz wants you. And, and, and thank you for saying it clearly, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and not trying to lie and hide behind it. Uh, but, but the reality is this man, what I've heard is that for Republicans who were going to vote for him anyway, the debate made them feel slightly more comfortable doing it. Absolutely. Not, I do not believe there are undecided voters. There are people who aren't voting. Mm-hmm. There are people whose votes are going to be stolen and uh, who are people are going to try to steal and try to you know prevent from voting. But I don't believe if you're voting, you are literally sitting here going, I'm just not sure on that Fetterman Oz thing yet. Yeah. I hear what they think about the deficit. Like, I really don't think that's happening you know what here's what i'm going to say i believe i believe there are people out there who don't want to work who know they should be voting for fetterman Mm -hmm. and are going to allow his health to be a reason why they vote for us who they wanted to vote for for in the first fuck well that yeah to me that's just a that's some sort that's of just, issue going on internally that's but they I'm were always people, yeah they were always right. going to vote for Oz then because right. you don't vote for you don't vote for pseudo Oz because Fetterman had a stroke yeah that is it you either just don't vote which is I think what you're more likely to see like if anything what the concern I would have would be that that debate might depress the Democratic vote right um, the Democrats voting and it really shouldn't because if one thing I know is all he needs to know how to say is yay and nay that's right that's right <laughs> and what that's I can it. tell you whatever shape whatever shape physical shape uh mental shape that Fetterman is in, it's better. He is better off than Herschel Walker. Thank that you. is my problem. My problem is, is the man with who's had the stroke mm-hmm. is is in better, more stable, logical standing than the person that they're pushing off on voters oh, in, yeah. in Georgia. Oh, no. The, Re- the Republican Party is in no way concerned about competency. That's not even on the agenda at all. But I have to give it up to Sue in Rockville because on one of the mornings this morning on Mama's show, on Stephanie Miller's show, Sue Rock, she was like, let me be clear about the media ignoring Trump's, what she obvious in her view, and I agree, um, stroke. Yeah. Do you remember the period of time where he couldn't walk anywhere, couldn't walk up a ramp, was holding a glass with two hands, was slurring his speech all the time? We know that he had some level of something went on. Yep. And and some kind of stroke or something. And they completely ignored it. Biden out here biking. Yep. And and has overcome a speech impediment. And if he so much as stumbles over a word, it's like, is he capable of being the president? He is so old. And I'm like, like Trump's like Trump's 28. Yeah, we have watched this man take a golf cart when every other leader walked. We have watched this man not be able to get down a flight of steps. We have watched this man, and you continually, the media continually acts like there's no question on that side. And have we asked ourselves if Dr. Oz is sane? Yeah, like I'm just <laughs> like, and then I, I tell them, Oprah, you owe us. Yeah, you owe us you big need, time. You, you owe us you big put, time, and you, you need put, to take care of this out. problem. You this is my problem. I need to hear John Fetterman say, you guys, Oprah gave me $50 million. I mean, because this is her fault. As far as I'm concerned, it's her fault. Yep. Rishi Sunak vows to lead the United Kingdom through, quote-unquote, profound economic crisis. Let me, I'm going to pump the fucking brakes, everybody. Mm. There is a worldwide economic issue going on 
worldwide, and we have got to pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. Britain's new prime minister, Rishi Sunak, who I hope is going to last longer than a head of lettuce, vowed to guide the country through, quote, a profound economic crisis, but warned it could take some, quote, difficult decisions. Let me, so, he's a conservative. I have no interest yes, in is. his party. None. I have no interest in his party or their policies. They're the reason that that they're ha that we're you know having the problems we're having. Um, and and it, act it, the 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 woman who was in there for forty one days, Liz Truss, understands she's the same party. There's yeah. no you know, and so is Boris. You know what's his name Johnson. Johnson. So it's like it's it's I, this party is a problem, and that that need they need to not be in power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sunak said Trust's government has made mistakes in a noble effort to boost economic growth, but he was elected in part to fix them. This is the reality is not in part, totally. Yes. Here's the thing. Um, this they've been shaken by scandals that brought down Boris Johnson and a controversial tax cut plan that rattled markets and sent the British pound plummeting. We got a friend over there right now who is like. God damn it, you know, because the money, the money is the was down. By, yeah, the inflation, yeah. they're down by 20 percent. The pound the pound. Is, well, because they pulled out of the EU in another stroke of brilliance. Um, So his paycheck isn't worth anything. No. No. And, and it's it's alarming and disgusting. But understand, these are conservative policies that you're not addressing economics. You're not addressing this growth when you decide to give rich people tax breaks. No, that's what she did. And, and <laughs> like that, what, you know, and what, and what every every person in America needs to understand that when they're voting for the GOP, they're voting for w wealthy people's pocketbooks. And yeah. they're voting against their, their their own interests. And I don't know why. I do not understand why we cannot pierce that message. Because Ooh. it's not what they're voting for. I know. Because it's the reason why Boris Johnson got elections. It's the reason why they're not in the EU. And it's called racism. Yeah. It is called that, that we can call it crime. We can call it the economics. We can call it a lot of stuff. But at the end of it all is it's the other is your problem, not our policies. The other is your problem, not how we don't care about the environment. That you're The other is your problem. That's why there's crime, even if it's us who's committing it. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter. And so I that is the reality. Is that that is the that is what people are voting for the lie of there are some sort of policies and then have the nerve. This is my problem. Then you have the nerve to cry poor when the policies affect your pocketbook. This is what this is. I'm telling you, it's insanity. This is mm -hmm. insanity, and we have this. got to fix it. Well, here's my thing. This is why I always say I wish people were greedy. People yeah, talk about greed. I wish people were greed because greed you can fix. Greed you can address. But what you can't address is when somebody's identity is so tied to a set of ideals that are not in fact facts, but feelings that they can't, they refuse to acknowledge facts. You ask people in this country if they were doing better now than they were two years ago or a year, you know, like, or, and under Trump, and they will say they're, you know, Trump people will say no. And, and even though, it's you can show it mathematically in their lives. You can show them all the things that have happened and all the things that have improved their lives and not. And they will straight up. It doesn't feel that way because they feel 
like they're being attacked. They feel like nobody's listening to them. They feel it, which I'm always confused by. Like, how are you being attacked and ignored? Right. They feel. With the, with the biggest platform. Thank that's you. That's all we do. All we ever talk about is your, you and your damn feelings. And your feelings. And I your mean, feelings. that's all we ever do. So in, fact, I, in fact, we're going to take a break and talk about your feelings. We'll be right back after these messages. Are you ready for midterm elections this year? My name is Mila Atmos, and I'm here to help. I host the podcast, Future Hindsight, where we take big ideas about civic life and democracy and turn them into action items for you and me. Because voting is not the only way for us to get involved and protect our democracy. Every Thursday, join us as we talk to bold activists who are making a real impact. If you're looking for inspiration and guidance on how to get involved, tune in to Future Hindsight wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Russian judge rejects Brittany Griner's appeal. I'm shocked, 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 I tell you. I really thought that there was a chance there for justice. <laughs> a Russian court on a Tuesday denied WNBA star Brittany Griner's appeal on her conviction of drug charges. Griner can still take her case to Russia's highest appeals court, but her lawyer told NBC that Griner is quite pessimistic. Her conviction will be overturned. The two-time Olympic gold medalist had hoped the judge in Tuesday's hearing would reduce her sentence, but that didn't happen. It's not going to happen. No. Be clear. We haven't even sent, we can't even send Bill over. No. In this situation. So I, I don't know what, I don't know what can happen, what needs to happen here, but it needs to happen here because she's not going, I don't think they're going to let her live through this. Yeah. And 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 while I have issue with people working for, for Russian oligarchs, no, this is an American citizen who's been who's being unlawfully detained. Yeah. Um, and and whose conviction I sincerely question. And as I've said before, it's annoyed me to no end that when people have talked about this, they've talked about it without any questioning of the facts. Yeah. With, you know, without well, she's a political pawn. And her situation is being, you know what, I, you know, I'm not here to say what was right or wrong or what she did right or wrong. But what we know, know is what having a vape cartridge does not mean that she should be in prison in a Russia doing hard time in Russia for nine Well, This years. is the problem. It does in Russia. In Russia. This is, this is the problem. Either she, I don't believe that, she, I don't know that she had the vape that cartridge. Is, that's right. It's my point. That, that That's just sort of been accepted by a bunch of people that lie about everything. But the reality, this is the problem with the American Western mindset. You're not in America. You don't get American laws when you're not in America. No, you don't. I completely agree, which is why you can't you can't pull you can't steal something from Korea and put it in your bag or China. They don't like that shit. But I got to say, why are you in North Korea? I mean, I just I understand that you think it's a free world and you're free, but not every place is in the free world. Yeah. And and I don't understand if i can't travel to oklahoma to get an abortion then why can you go to north korea at all like i'm just saying right right that that, that we seem to have this and and with her i understand this is wrong 
well, this is an American citizen. We need to get her out. She is being used as a pawn. She is being tortured. In my view, this is a form, this is torture. Yeah, it's a human rights torture. violation. Yeah. All of those things. However, she has been convicted of a crime in another country. It doesn't really matter whether or not we think those laws are draconian or fair. It's not our country. Right. What does matter is that that's not why she's there. We all know that. So it's, and we also can't throw up the entire Ukraine to get her out. So I don't, you know, there's got to be some kind of movement here. But my advice, that is not being asked for or listened to by anyone is whoever you are, I don't care. It This is not the intro. The next discussion isn't pay equity in the United States for sports players. Obviously I believe that people should be paid equitably and should get, you know, there should be equity that the reality here is do not work for assholes in other yeah. countries. Cause you don't know, you don't know. This is what I love about it. She really did think that she was safe. And a you're never going to be gay safe. Woman, a black gay woman in Russia thought she was safe. And that is, that's called privilege. Yep. And she thought she was safe. And she wasn't. And I don't, I, it, well, I don't want to be the sad black, per, old black person go out, you know, you can't be safe around here. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. And, and, and it doesn't help her situation. But I do want to say to anybody else out here in the world who's on a team that's being supported by a Russian oligarch or by or by whoever, check yourself. Yeah, if you overplay it for Turkey, check yourself. And, and they scoop your ass up. I'm not coming to reach your funky ass. We I'm may not talk about you we because we be were watching to. it happening over to, over here. We're pretty. Thank you. We may not even be able to if we want to. So you are going look. Quit. <laughs> I, I go ask Trident if you can be a spokesperson. I don't know. I'm and I understand that that there should be pay equity, but that's not the second issue here. You know, mm -hmm. like this isn't a this isn't she was forced to go be in to go play for a Russian oligarch in a country that discriminates against her. Mm -hmm. Um and and enjoy her privileges there. That isn't it. But I say that because at this point, I don't know what can be done. I'm I'm a, I'm hoping that the, that there everything that can be is being done because it needs to happen. But what I also know is if you are you know somebody you have a relative or a cousin or some shit who's who's playing on somebody, tell them to stop. Yep. Because yep. you this this is the warning. Yep. This is you've been warned. Hope Hicks interviewed oh, Hope Hicks. by Jan 6 committee. Let me tell you something. I hope, I hope they get this. I hope they catch her in some kind of gear because all I know is Hope Hicks is always around when shit goes down. Well, you know why? Because Hope Hicks is what we call a hanger on her. Yes. And she, you know, she's a steamer. She's been steaming pants. She's still oh. steaming pants. Let me tell you something about brows. Brows. I am really sick of people acting like like I've I've I had to check somebody recently over this over Pence saying, well, you know, he's you know did the right thing. I was like, he did the legal thing. Yeah, he did the only thing he was he had the authority to do. We don't compliment people on that. On top of which, that he could still step forward and do more. This woman, these people have the information. Yes. I will not celebrate anything they've done as long as they're holding any of it back. Because the fact is, until Pence testifies, until Hope Hicks gives us every bit of information she has. That's right. She is a problem and a part of the conspiracy. Yep. Just because she quit 
after it. She was there for the whole planning of it. She knows who talked to who. She knows what was going on. That's right. Apparently, Hicks, who was reputed a close Trump confidant and a key counselor during the months the committee is examining. How is Hope Hicks, who is 25, 27 years old, a confidant mm -hmm. of the president of the United States so deeply that we have to go as the American people come to her and say, hey, 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 Hope, what was happening? I'm telling you, Francis, I'm right about this. And a lot of people are arguing that I have made this argument that if you subpoena Trump and if you for some reason were to sit there, which he I think he should. Otherwise, he's a coward. Then, you know, you you really you don't want him to be live and you don't want him this. I was like, not only would I have him live, I'd have a bunch of whole picks looking. Mm -hmm. women in the room i'd have every, one in every eye line everywhere he looked because what i know about this man is it's a sun, sun tzu um it's a it's a tenant of war right mm -hmm. of war practice that if your enemy be of caloric temperament annoy them yeah you know like like put like play to his weakness like it's get him in a place where he needs to show off because his bravado always gets him in trouble it's why he would tell bob woodward he knows COVID is dangerous because yeah. he wanted to impress bob woodward that's right. You know, so and also Bob Woodward can suck it. Um, that's uh, he's he's running around now releasing tapes. Yeah, and I, you know what? Fuck off, dude. Like, exactly. I, like I'm. I, as Stephanie says, we're not going to buy your fucking book. Like I'm. You know, at what point are these people absolutely complicit in the crimes? Absolutely. Speaking of complicit in crimes, L.A. police investigate source of leaked racist audio. I'm like. <laughs> I know. so fucking much. The idea that I don't care where it came from. Y'all had your clan meeting. Thank like, you. Just Thank quit. you. Still got two members who are refusing to, or one who isn't quitting. And people are like, well, I, I, somebody was saying to me, well, you know, they their, their term is done now. I don't give a fuck when their term is done. Motherfucker needs to walk out that office today. Yes. He should have done it a month ago. Exactly. I, it is absolutely ridiculous. But here we are again about where they get the recording. Who the fuck cares? Nobody ever denied it was them. And this is what makes me so angry about the state we're all in. We allow people to obfuscate and misdirect the conversation to the point where we're talking circles on ourselves. We're talking about we're going to investigate the shitty audio who leaked it. I'm glad they leaked it. It took them long enough. It's the conversations from like over a year ago, isn't it? Yes. Like it's like it's so it's I mean, I, I just. It's just not one of them said this, this was doctored, that it wasn't them. Mm -hmm. So what the, I mean, yeah, I get it. Investigate it all you want, but acting like that's the story here. And the story here is why isn't that last guy, why isn't he quit yet? There I can't even think go. of his name right now. That is the problem. And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. Thank you for writing us at frangelo08 at gmail.com. This first email is from Mickey S., we love you so much up here in the PDX. We went to your last album recording appearance in Portland. Thank you. And we are so excited to see you again. Can't you let us know when the ticks will go on sale? Well, I believe it's this week. Yes. You know, so like we said earlier in the podcast, um, you can go to, uh, by the time this is out, you should be able to go to curiouscomedy.org to get tickets mm -hmm. or go to showclicks.com backslash event backslash Frangela new kill Rockstars album recording, which is a lot. Um, and, it, and there will be, we'll get links up on our website ASAP also. Mm -hmm. uh, but he went on to say, we also loved your latest sexy liberal tour set, which I 
The whole show was amazing. The whole show was so much fun. If you missed it, make sure you go to sexliberal.com and you get you yourself a pay-per-view link and have you yourself still a good time. Yes. Up yes. until December 31st, dude, you can watch it as many times as you want. Invite your friends over. Watch it, watch it, watch it. It's going to make you feel better and get you ready for this fight. Yes. And this next email, so thank you. Thank you so much, Mickey S. And this next email is from Ryan S. It says, hi, ladies. Please spread the following message far and wide to all those monarchs of moronitude who do I, I don't have this whole thing. Can you finish it, Angela? Um, where is the monarchs of moronitude? I don't Moronitude. Who, oh, yeah. Moronitude who are eating NyQuil chicken. If you ah. want to, if you want your poultry to send you into high voltage la la land, simply follow the advice in this email subject, which is what? Not there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there's nothing there. Um, your fans always Ryan S and Katie M. We love you, uh, love in New it. Jersey. We love you. Love you. Love you. It's the PS. No, no, no. 10,000 times. No to letting people take raccoons into bars. They're already dangerous. Sober. We can't imagine them after a couple of whiskey sours. Thank you, Ryan and Katie for taking the only reasonable position one can take. No, no, no. Because I got to say again. If you can't take a raccoon into a bar in North Dakota, where can you take a raccoon? Nowhere. That's my point. Nowhere. There's no You're not, you're not listening. I, you're, you're not, not listening. listening. You're, you're not, not listening. listening. I'm telling you, there's nowhere you can take a raccoon because you're not supposed to be taking raccoons places. And now it's time for resistance wrap up. Thank you so much. Uh, this is where you get to go out and we, we give you something to go do, something actionable besides voting and getting people to vote and planning your vote and voting by mail if you can. Um, there's uh, two organizations that we want you to take a look at and see if there's anything you're interested in doing or can do for them. One um, comes out of one, comes out of the other. Uh, the first organization is called communitychangeaction.org. And they are about power from the ground up. Community Change Action is a national organization that builds the power of low-income people, especially people of color, to fight for a society where everyone can thrive. Yes, and then the second organization is called Defend Black Voters Coalition. And just to give you a description of that, the Defend Black Voters Coalition is a multiracial coalition that, with a shared value that we must build a democracy in which everyone, regardless of race, gender or income has the right to an equal say in what happens in our communities. To accomplish this, corporations can no longer be allowed to financially support elected officials seeking unfair political advantage through voter suppression. Hallelujah. That's right. We give you both because the this organization Francis is just talking about is uh, local to Michigan and um, and but they they represent a lot of different places. And it's it really is about trying to help protect the vote, um, which we all know is in danger. Yes, yes, yes. So please, please, please go to blackfreedomcollective.org. All right. And sign petitions, do what you can take a look, because here's the thing, being able to go into a certain community, especially like, you know, in Michigan and what have you, all of these communities are absolutely targets. Yes. So being able to target specific organizations that work within the community yes. is really, really great. 
It's one of my, one of the most obnoxious and ridiculous of the big lie lies is the idea that somehow the black people of Detroit, because Detroit is a majority black city, way majority, um, that I think it is in fact the blackest city in the country, Mm -hmm. um, that somehow we voted for Trump (laughs) and that that was stolen. It's one of the more ridiculous lies, the big lie, but it's really important. Uh, that we get out here and help people defend their votes. So whatever you can do. Every city, every nation, here we go. That's how we build it all together. I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word.